Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy and I'm the host of this show. This podcast is dedicated to a very special group of parents, parents raising children with disabilities. There are an estimated 240 million children across the globe living with disabilities. And here on this podcast, it is my goal to create community for the parents raising them. Community locking arms from all over the globe. I pray that as you listen to each episode that has been handcrafted for you, you leave encouraged, you leave strengthened, you leave educated, and you even leave with some resources. So come on into the room, take off your shoes, relax, come on and take a seat on the couch and let Let's experience moments of joy. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. Welcome. Can we just celebrate that we are actually at year four? Can we, can we celebrate? Yes, yes. I know many of you may have just found the podcast or maybe this may even be your first time listening to any episode, but this is actually year four of the podcast. Something new and interesting is happening right now. It's a rebrand. And so when I started the podcast, I was geared towards one group of women. Uh, We pivoted into being for mothers and now I am pivoting again to be a podcast that is suited for my community online. Um, In 2021, December of 2021, I went viral for a post encouraging parents raising children with disabilities. And what that did was it brought a floodgate of parents from all around the world to my platform. And so now I am giving my community what they need. And that is a podcast. (laughs) So here we are. And so if this is your first time, welcome. I call my listeners MVPs. And so you've joined the crew of MVPs. And so MVPs, if you're back with me again for year four, I celebrate you and I'm going to blow the horn. Because it is, you know, one thing to jump on now, but it's another that you have been here all four years or two years or even one year with me holding it down. And so welcome and welcome back. I'm so excited to get into this new episode um, and to encourage these special group of parents who are just like me from all over the world. Um, what, what a blessing. Now, I'm all dressed up today, but let me give you a disclaimer. With each and every episode, it's going to be a little different. Sometimes, maybe I'll be sitting on my couch. Sometimes, maybe I'll be in my pajamas. Sometimes, maybe I'll have a ponytail and no makeup or no lashes. Sometimes, I may be in my slippers. I'm going to come to you the way I feel for that day. But since I promised to give audio and visual, I'm going to come to you guys real, right? Because you know I am real. Um, And so I want to just uh, welcome you again and and thank you for coming back. A little bit about myself. Uh, A lot of you know I am a mom of five boys. I am a wife. But Mason King, he is my youngest. He's five years old. He is the one that gave me the introduction to the world of being a parent. 
raising a child with a disability. He has congenital heart disease. He was born, and I found out in my womb that I was carrying a child that would need heart surgeries right away. And um, he'd had one at five days old. He had another at five months old. And he had a third, which was open heart, at 18 months old. Shortly after that, he was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Um, Thinking back, I realized I was prepared for this. Something peculiar happened in high school. I was a teen mom. I consider myself popular. So to me, that meant, you know, I was really cool with everybody. I didn't need to, like, stay with a crew. I, I really, you know, was looked up at by the, the younger kids and the kids my age. I was really, you know, friends with everyone. So somehow I ended up eating lunch with the special needs kids. I had an, an older woman, and she was one of my favorite teachers, her her seat in the cafeteria was with the special needs children because she wasn't actually my teacher. She was a teacher for special needs children. Miss Carr, I want to shout you out. <laughs> I used to call her my mom. <laughs> um, but Miss Carr was a special needs teacher, and I would sit and have lunch with her. She would share wisdom. And then I got to know these kids, which were actually pretty cool who were actually pretty cool. I played with them during lunch, joked with them, you know, got to know their names. If I saw them coming down the hallway, I would be like, Brittany, hey, girl, you're looking good. I like your hair. You know, as a senior in high school, they were so cute. Um, But I was able to be a part of the Best Buddies program. And the Best Buddies program is a nonprofit, and you can find them around the United States. And sometimes they're placed in high schools um, for individuals with disabilities to form friendships and, you know, buddies with people that will help them to, you know, progress in work, in the workforce, or in school. And I was sitting back the other day, and I said, wow, do you know I did not go to my senior prom, but I went to the Best Buddies special needs from I did and so when I think about that I was only 17 years old I didn't know that God was building up my heart for this community here today I have a child with a disability and so that positions me to understand what we go through um, the ugly sides of it and the beauty of it right There are many different disabilities, autism, ADHD, some that we are familiar, more familiar with, blind, deaf. I'm even coming to learn of some that I didn't know about before. San Filippo disease is one of them. Um, It's like a childhood dementia. Um, There are so many children sometimes don't have the same number of chromosomes that typical children have. So here's chromosome disorders. There's sensory processing disorders. There are so many disabilities that I cannot name. There's limb differences, right? Some people are born without legs. Some people are born with no ears at all. Some people are born um, with different deformities, different kinds of things. UNICEF, as I said in the intro, I found this um, fact so so astounding that there are 240 million 
children around the world with a disability. And so as we link arms and link hands, I, I always visualize things like that in my hand. So as you find my podcast, you find me, I find you, you find a friend, you find another, we're linking arms all throughout the globe. And so when you see this video on YouTube or you hear this audio or you're connecting with me on Instagram, get down in the comments, say your name, say where you're you're from because people are reading. And when you see someone that says, hey, I'm from Houston, Texas. Wow, I'm from Houston, Texas too. You'd be surprised how community will form just like that. A little background, I have the largest parenting club on Clubhouse, which is called the Real Moms Club, over 50,000 members. I was able to grow that in nine months. That's where I learned the power of community. That if I didn't just talk about me all the time, that wow, you could really grow a community when you focus on other people. So that is why each platform that I'm on has success because my goal is not to talk about me or to build a fan page, but it's to encourage parents like you. And so that's what I plan to do with each and every single episode that comes out. And I'm excited that you're along the journey with me. So enough about me. <laughs> enough about me. We're going to get into this content today. Um, I really want to talk about family. This is one of the biggest topics, <laughs> one of the biggest pain points for all of us that we talk about. And I think it comes from both sides. I hear from family members who have children with any diagnosis and they say, how can I get my family to come to a place of acceptance, um, support, and understanding for my child who has a child with a disability and for my family? And then I have the other side who are family members and they say, how can I get my family member to, you know, maybe see a diagnosis? How could I get my family member um, to receive more support? How can I be there for my family member? So I want to speak to each side of that. And, and first, let's go to um, the side of the family member who's seeking to support the individual who is a parent raising a child with a disability. I think as I was thinking about this earlier, one of the best things that you can do is ask that family member, how can I support you? It's really that simple. It's really that simple. I thought this morning, if someone bought me a cup of tea, right? Just a cup of tea every morning, I would be thankful. Wow, thank you so much for thinking about me. But I don't want tea. I'm a coffee girl. I love coffee. And if they would have simply asked, what would you like? They would have known that I like coffee, right? Here's, here's my coffee mug here. <laughs> I like coffee, even though there's water in there. Oh, no. Well, this is real. So I'm going to keep recording, even though I just spilled water down my dress. Listen. I can't go put a blow dryer to this dress and uh, re-record. So that blooper is staying right in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But really, guys, just ask your family member, how can I support you? 
do you need me to come over and you know just sit and help you to clean do you need me to watch your child for you every now and then can I learn how to care for your child some people have medical diagnosis and they need support can can I can you teach me how to be there for you can you teach me how to communicate with you and and communicate with your child in order to support you can you teach me you know we're looking for understanding above judgment, right? There's you ever walk in the grocery store and you see a toddler acting up and you're like, mm, not my child, right? We're a lot of us have been there before. A lot of us are guilty, but not until I became a child, a parent to a child with a disability, did I say, wow, I'm never doing that again. I immediately check myself. Because you don't know what's behind that. That child could have autism. And they could be having a meltdown. It could be nothing that you would see outwardly, but there's something going on internally. And can you imagine what that parent feels? They're already embarrassed, but they have to continue to grocery shop to feed the rest of their family. The last thing they need is your stares. They don't need that from family either. Um, I know acceptance is a big one. Because... There are so many different cultures in this melting pot called the United States. We all believe something different. But let me be a sounding board today to say, if your child has a disability, they are not cursed. Let's shatter that. If there was a piece of paper right here, let's just shatter that. Throw it out the window. There is nothing that you did. There is nothing that your family member did that caused them their child to be disabled let's let's just toss that out and so when we get rid of that kind of toxic language we can show up with love and support to say family what do you need from me? family how can I be here for you right with open arms loving and supportive the parent may not know in full entirety what the diagnosis means because just because the doctor says, hey, your child is diagnosed with this, doesn't mean we automatically become experts. We're getting ready to go along a journey. And we need our family members to go along the journey with us. So one thing that has worked for me and my immediate family is I everything that I learn, I share. Uh, I'm very close with my family, so I talk to my mom my sisters, my dad very often. Um, and everything that I learn, I share. You know, mom's a little more open sometimes. You know, dad's still coming along. My sisters are right here with me learning. But every little thing I learn, I share. My sister is a first grade teacher. So she even appreciates it because she's learning too how to support her students. So share. But then family, you know, don't expect that we know everything because we don't. Come along the journey with us. But we need support. We need it. We need it. We have sleepless nights, some of us. We have medical bills, some of us. Some of us will never be without our child. There are some diagnoses that require you to be the caregiver of your child until they become an adult and until they leave this earth. And some people are grieving that. They need support. Although they show up strong, 
They need support from family. So I think that's one of the number one thing ways that you can support your family. And if you're like, um, I'm noticing a little something, you know, on my niece or my nephew or my grandchild, and, you know, I'm bringing it to my child's attention, and they're not hearing me. I would follow up with that by saying to just be supportive. Start every foundation of a conversation with love and understanding. Never coming to a parent like you know it all. But if if someone were coming to me to give me a concern about Mason, I would want it done in love. Here's my story of Mason being um, diagnosed with autism. I was in denial. His daycare teachers came to me and I immediately said, Nope, 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 nope. He's, I'm not, you know, hearing it. He was home for a year with my husband. Um, my husband was an entrepreneur and able to stay home with Mason. And I went back to work at about 16 weeks. And um, the daycare provider said, I noticed something with Mason. He's a little delayed. And I want to know if you would allow him to receive birth to three services. And in Connecticut, that's the early childhood intervention. Early childhood intervention is available all throughout the United States by calling 211 for any child without a dis- diagnosis or with a diagnosis. That was an insert for 211. <laughs> that was not sponsored, but it's, it's a, one of my favorite phone numbers. And I was in denial. I told her to come back in three months. And she came back in three months and she said she's not seeing any growth in the delayed areas and would I allow him to get birth to three services? And then I said yes. Along that journey, the therapist that came to work with him at daycare, they saw other concerns and they suggested that he be evaluated for autism. And I said yes. As I sat there after the diagnosis, after we received it, I took a deep breath. And I knew that I didn't want to be a parent in denial. And so if you're a family member and you really want your your other family members to see maybe a delay or something maybe going on, just begin with love and bear with them. Bear with them. Bear with them. Bear with them because it is a journey. It is a journey. And it's, and it's not a easy one because we always have a picture of perfection in our minds when it comes to our children and the lives that we want for them and after the diagnosis we go through a period of grieving that and beginning to love and accept the child we have nurture and allow them to grow at the pace that they will grow at and so I've hoped I've given you a lot to take in a lot to remember on how to support your family member who might have a child that's disabled and how we can, on the flip side, get our family members to understand. How we can get our family members to understand. Hey, I like family family meetings. Family meetings work for me. Family meetings work for me. And then when you call that family meeting to say, hey, this is what's going on with little Johnny, start with a preface. Hey, I need everyone to not respond. Let's just take a deep breath, and I need you to hear me, right? Hey, I'm in therapy, and it's, it's, it's teaching me some communication skills. 
here. They don't always play out perfectly, but I'm learning. So <laughs> that might even help having a third party. So I hope that this has been helpful to you today, family. Subscribe and download if you're listening on audio. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're listening on YouTube. Connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And if you're a parent raising a child with a disability and looking for 24-7 community, I invite you to join our inner circle community. It is called the Support Circle, where we communicate with each other 24-7, and we support each other from all over the world. All right? So for information about that, you can click the link down below. All right, family. Bye-bye.